honestly, like once you get past that, like people, obviously they'll never stop recommending products to you and stuff like that. Um, but you accept, like you said, you accept your skin for what it is. And you also just like, I don't know, you like glow up like your attitude, you know, it doesn't bother you when people say stuff to you. Um, so yeah, I guess that's where tough skin comes from. (laughs) I guess it is. I guess it is. (laughs) But bad bitches. That's what we are. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Bad bitches with tough skin. (laughs) No, but literally it is like so thick from the layers of the eczema. No, I'm kidding. No, no joke. It's not I mean, a joke. it's really not a joke. I can tell you guys, I mean, y'all from Florida, so I'm going to use a gator, right? I literally had feel like gator skin on yeah. top of my skin. Or and people was, call it elephant skin. Oh my gosh. We've, yeah. heard, we've heard all the names. We've all heard of all of them. <laughs> but my body was absolutely covered, like covered from head to toe to oh. where the doctors told my mom, don't give her meat, just make her go vegetarian. And is that so supposed that my, to help? Like, does that help a lot of eczema? It didn't help me. Are we having fun? Hell yeah. I'm Steph. And I'm Kayla. And we're two best friends coping with life the only way we know how. One adventure and a cocktail at a time. The spicy chicken sandwiches. Just fu- like, no. No, we love them, but it makes me feel like we, ass. We don't. We, lo- we love them on the way in. Well, we just- <laughs> No, it's not even the spice. You know, I'm a spice girl, pun Me intended. Too. Oh, but, <laughs> but uh, I coupled that with a bowl of mac and cheese. So that's, I think, really what's going on here. What is, why are we so on the same level every single time? Like every single day for the past couple weeks, I literally just had a spicy chicken sandwich with like mac and cheese and mashed potatoes stop. like oh, what is it with us it's we scary need to stop we need to what get you, off the same train what are you drinking today because if it's the same thing as me i will flip a shit <sighs> oh okay okay <laughs> Water. okay all right. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Tapa Chico hard <laughs> seltzer, which is also called a spiked sparkling water. So is that to prove that like seltzer and sparkling water is the same thing? Like there's no it is difference. the same thing. They're just trying to be classy. I'm doing exotic- I don't even know if I have alcohol. Should I In check? In your house? Yeah, check. What's well, that? I have like rum, but like I'm not trying to get too crazy. I'm trying to go to the gym after. <laughs> well, you could just pour yourself a little shot. And, no, and I should just drink water. Coke. I'm going yeah, to the you- gym. I'm yeah, getting sorry. on the gym train. Yeah, sorry. I shouldn't be a, such a bad influence. <laughs> um, but this is exotic pineapple. It's two grams of sugar. Oh, I've had that one. That one's good. 4.7% alcohol by volume. So again, I am keeping it under 5% and gluten-free. Added minerals for taste. All right. 100 calories per can. Okay. So yeah, but the spicy chicken sandwiches... Ain't happening for us anymore. We got to make that stuff at home. You know, it's the only way you can trust it. <gasps> that would be such a good recipe. I think so. But I feel like, I think Mark is more of the fried chicken guy. Cause whenever I try and fry stuff, like the coating always falls off. So well, I need to get same. better with that. So he should make it, teach us how, and you can make the sauce. He said he used to make it when he was in Houston. Bro, I was going to say he's so week. Southern. Like this, but, but not at all. At the same not time. At all. <laughs> Hi. So 
I I was just about oh audio never works right away. I don't know why. Four. Um, but uh yeah, I'll just like bounce off of you. Like you start with those topics, and I said I'm just gonna like jump in. Okay. I kind of have like thoughts. What am I doing? Undressing. <laughs> Risque today. That's a whole different meeting. Right That's there. a yeah. Oops. I, oh, I thought this was That's our nine o'clock meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie and I are on the same page. <laughs> oh God! I saw Hello. this thing. Hello. I saw this thing on social media today. I need to get off social media because I I saw this post and it was like, it was like not LinkedIn, but it was kind of like, I'm curious what industry stands the test of time during a recession. Like I can't name one. So she was like having people sound off in the comments and some people were like, oh, entrepreneurs, withstand the test of time small businesses uh this industry this industry trucking yeah somebody goes prostitutes have made it through the centuries and i was like you're not wrong (laughs) you're not wrong wrong. you you got reminded of that as you were undressing on the camera yes yes (laughs) i love the welcoming yes welcome in (laughs) So Stephanie is going to kick off the episode. Scared. So for some little words, housekeeping for today, please go and rate and review us on IMDb because it's so important to us. Um, We just want to be like movie stars. Why do you sound so sexual? (laughs) I was trying to be like... Again, 8 p.m. meeting. Again, 8 p.m. This is the 7 p.m. Eating. This was this was me trying to be like cute, like Paris Hilton or something, but apparently it sounds sexual. So just go rate us 10 stars. Okay. My OnlyFans account is <laughs> my OnlyFans is my aunt and Stephanie. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to just kick off the episode. So today we have Jamie, who's actually Kayla's aunt so we're just keeping the ball rolling with everybody that we know she is a uh, wife a mom of three and she's a professional team motivator and beauty enthusiast so I love the the differences there I can't wait to get into all of those um so welcome thank you (laughs) it's great to be here I'm excited to see you ladies yes and where are you you're from California right you're in absolutely (laughs) <laughs> is it Ch- no it's not chico why did i why did that come to mind oh, chino hills is where they chino, used to live chino hills yeah. okay now they're Perfect. a little bit south yep awesome awesome and you work from home right i do i do work so, from home my nine to five i work in human resources i've always have i work with people customer service is my jam <laughs> i'm just a very social person and i love to help people better so. than me <laughs> So I'm the opposite. Crazy. I'm like, how do I get away from people? I don't want to do it. But it's through the computer now, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Did you used to work in an office? And I so did. since COVID? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yep. I did awesome. work in an office for, I've worked for a long, long time. <laughs> but yes. um, I pre, pre-COVID, I was working for a Fortune 100 company. And yeah, so 
pandemic came and I was one of the few, actually my husband and I were both one of the few that lost our jobs during the pandemic. So, which is what brought me here to working from home. Very nice. That must've been scary. Cause if you're both the breadwinners, you know, for your family, that's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people went through that with the, with COVID, but that's definitely yes. scary. And did he end up finding a new job too? Um, yes, eventually he did. Yes. Finally. Awesome. Thank God. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so we wanted to kind of dive in. I know that we've, you know, I was talking to Kayla, we were talking a lot about the millennial crisis that we're going through right now. Right. Um, I don't know what, how old are you? I'm sorry. I am 36. That is so okay, rude, so you kind of, Stephanie. You, no, I'm kidding. Well, I wanted kidding. to figure out if you're a millennial or not. You fit into that bracket because millennials are from like the early 80s, right? I don't even yeah. know. I don't know the years. Um, but yeah, so we actually, Kayla sent me this post that um, that she actually commented on and she went viral with it. So I kind of wanted to start off with that because I think this just kind of dives straight into it. Um, so there was this post saying that basically millennials are entitled nowadays because they've been given an inflated sense of self-importance due to social media. And basically they're not willing to work for, they're not willing to not be paid for the work that they're doing nowadays. So what's your take on that? Like, do you coming from, you know, the background that you have with the fortune 100 company and all of that, do you see that as like a common theme here where millennials are kind of being burnt out and basically being expected to just, you know, work for, for nothing and then climb up the ladder that way? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a waste of freaking time, honestly. (laughs) Uh, I mean, um, like I said, I'm 36 years old. I've been working since I was 15 years old. Okay. And I bust, I mean, everyone busts their ass at their job, I'm sure. But I'm one of the few that like bust their ass. Like you said, climb that ladder. That's what you're taught. That's what you know. But also they don't tell you that takes you away from your family. You don't have any, like you don't have any time to yourself because you're dedicating your life to the corporate America that you are giving yourself to. Right. Right. So absolutely. I totally agree with that. Like we're just, we know our worth. (laughs) We know that we don't have to be there nine to five when there's a whole other life that we could live doing things that we actually enjoy and actually love next to and with the people that matter most, which is our families. It blows my mind. How does somebody come up with a news article that says we're entitled, that we don't want to get paid? It's like when you're in the workforce for literally the last 20 years, where are people get? Like, I just also had to look up what Fortune 100 was real quick, <laughs> <laughs> which apparently it's better than Fortune 500. So that shows who has the business background <laughs> and who doesn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's not the fact that you're not being paid, right? Obviously you give yourself to this company they're going to pay you an hourly or a salary or whatever it is. They're paying you, but, but it's trash. Is- it is because if you're a salary, if you're a salary member, okay, of society, you know that if you calculate the hours that you dedicate into your job compared to the salary that is actually given, most likely you are paid less than your hourly associates that you are managing, which is insane. It's super crazy. And they make it seem like it's the best thing to be a salary employee. That's awesome, but I don't get paid holidays. I don't get paid sick time. You know, like I don't get paid all these things. I'm a salary employee, you know? So it is kind of working unpaid, I guess. I I didn't know that you don't get paid time off. That's crazy. 
I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it depends on Besides what, you know, the, level yeah. and all that. So it's just crazy. But you don't get overtime basically. So they could, they could work you 60 hours a week, you know, when most jobs are, you know, nine to five, 40 hours a week, and you're doing that amount of money in the same 60 hour work week. Like, why can you just get an hourly job at that point? Exactly. I was literally busting my ass 16 hours a day, 16. I have three kids, y'all. Three. And then you commuted <laughs> on top of that? And then I commuted three hours a day on top of the 16 hours. So that's yeah, nice. Screw that. Exactly. How did you sleep, girl? What? I'm standing up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's not kidding. That is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And a lot of times, like, so when I first got out of college, they obviously want you to have in the business world, they want you to have internships, right? Like before you get, you know, your full blown nine to five or whatever. And more than half of the internships were unpaid. And I'm thinking like, if you value this person enough to give them an internship and eventually give them a job, why would you not just come off the bat and give them at least a livable wage to where they can show you what they can do? Because like, I, I literally went through internships and I was like, unpaid, nope, unpaid, nope. I went with the one and the one that I gave my time to was the one that was going to pay me for what I'm worth. I feel like that's ridiculous. I feel like they can, they can get away with unpaid internships because if even if they were paying those people, that's what they're paying the entry level positions, yeah. like in air quotes. So like really entry level is kind of like an internship, you yeah, know, like definitely. when you're first stepping in, but like they could get away with having an internship underneath that as, as a form of like volunteering basically for experience is, is yeah, how I basically. always saw it. Um, just with, with anything, it was the same way for like mm, the health background stuff too. Yeah. Unless you're getting like and a I feel like, job. I feel like as millennials too, we kind of like, we're a very specific generation, right? Because the people before us, like the boomers, all of those people, it was easy to have one person working and being a breadwinner. The other person stayed home with the kids, right? So you didn't need two incomes because at that point in time, it was like, everything was less expensive. There was, you know, that kind of set nuclear family way. And then we have Gen Z who is now more entitled, if you want to call anybody entitled, because they're the ones that, you know, these people have kind of set up for success where they don't, I, every Gen Z I know, like they don't work because their parents pay for their rent. Their parents pay for this. They do all this stuff. So millennials are really the ones that had to like bust their butts to prove something for the boomers and also to like be better, you know, and have a better generation for their kids. So I feel like we're like straddling the line of like burnout basically <laughs> just to like do what any other generation should be able to do. Yeah. Am I the only one that feels that way? Cause that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm everybody, like, no, 19 hours. Did you everybody <laughs> raise your hand? Like, like, and subscribe. Say I, if you feel personally <laughs> victimized by millennials, write us a DM. <laughs> let me just, let me just state, okay. Let me just say this out loud. I did work 19 hour days. I didn't hate my days per se. I did hate how I felt about myself as a mom at the end of the day, as a wife at the end of the day, you know, like, uh, for instance, for instance, okay. I have three kids, obviously. Um, and my child called me at work, right, to tell me how upset she was that I couldn't make an award ceremony because I was busting a 16 hour day. How do you think yeah. that makes me feel as a mom? Like it puts me in a tough position. Like you pick your job over your child. That's right. just how I felt. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's not what it is, but that's just how I felt at that point because I was on the phone with a crying child saying you love your job more than me. I mean, she would never say that, but yeah. <laughs> 
but, but that's how it made you feel. Yeah. But I would say that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but I, I was a child once. So I know, I know that like parents work a lot to provide and, and like, it's hard. Like, how do you, how do you like now, how do you like navigate that? Are, well, I mean, yeah. So some of them are younger, they're still in school and they still have activities. So like, is it different now that you work from home, you're able to go to more or like, do you have like a different, um, like outlook or approach to being able to like put your family before certain hours, like for certain events for your family? Yeah. Yeah. So I work remote now. I actually didn't work remote. Like I was a business owner, right? I'm still a business owner. That is my, my ultimate goal is to be a business owner. I don't want to go back to a corporate eight to five in an office, you know, and be present there. I want to be present. Raise your hand, Steph. Raise your hand. (laughs) (laughs) This is just a podcast of raising hands when we agree. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, now that I work from home, I see my kids more, but when I was working corporate, you know, like I was literally running back to the house, trying to cook dinner after driving two hours, maybe sometimes, yeah. you know, and cooking dinner, feeding them, making sure they did their chores, making sure they did their homework, making sure they're people, you know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> need a grown person to make sure that they washed their ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not to lie. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a lot different to be present at home. Yes, I'm working, but they can pop in and be like, hey, mom, right. I need your help with X, Y, Z, mom. I need to have a serious talk. I could just turn my chair around and be like, what's up? What right. is that? Uh, you know I, mean? right. I couldn't do that at work. I had to be like, I'm in a meeting, always in a meeting. When you hit a certain management position, you're always in a meeting. And you have <laughs> meetings about meetings, like no joke. <laughs> <laughs> dang I'm not looking forward to that level <laughs> yeah I don't so, get around I mean, that no I'm getting it you don't you just attend the meetings about the meetings. you have to have the camera on or can you like just <laughs> it's always cameras on okay guys <laughs> curiosity what would it be in would it be like your own HR type of situation or what what would you no, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I am very passionate about just skin um, and beauty, which we're going to dig into in a little bit. Um, I'm also really passionate about motivating um, individuals, moms, minorities, women, you know what I mean? Like, I just enjoy that because no one was there like that for me, you know what I mean? Like growing up and things like that. But it's a whole new world. We have social media to reach out to people, you know what I mean? Like, there's more people suffering now from um, mental illnesses and, you know, things like that, because they have no one to reach out to and they feel like they're alone when they're not. So that that's my ultimate goal is to motivate people, let them know that they are somebody, they can be somebody um, right. other than who they think they're not. I guess. So like coaching or consulting is that yeah. Cause we've had a couple like coaches and consultants That's on it theme. sounds like, yeah, it sounds like we're, we're attracting <laughs> those people, but because we're trying to hype up, you know, everybody around us as well. I mean, not that we're, we want to be coaches, but, um, but like, you know, that's just, I feel like a good way to it's go. Uplifting. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whether you're a coach or you're a consultant, your job is literally to uplift a company, a person, you know, like you're making things better, which is how it should really be, right? 
make the make everybody better than when you met them, make the world a better place. You know, exactly. Spread positivity. That's right. that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's not all about money like that. Money comes with doing like what you love and yeah, doing doing and- good work and like exactly. helping out people in the world. Yeah. Amen, oh. sister. Wow, that's some hippie shit here on this podcast episode. I'm getting <laughs> no, we're no. getting all of it, all of it. We love that. That's what the show's all about. We're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to be able to go into a workplace with no shoes on, like uh, right now. So you know, it's like that makes the world a better place. You think if people like take off their shoes a little more, you know, like take off your shoes. That's me. I always yeah. said I'm getting married with no shoes on. I will be walking on a dirt road, and that's how I get married. Oh my gosh. Okay, I will find you like the little ankle jewelry or like, you know, they have yes. like the, the ones yes. that go through your toes and like, yes, yes. yes. okay, do that. Need that. <laughs> snaps, Need snaps. that. <laughs> I feel like growing up, we're always told you should stick with one job, right? Like stay with this job for 10 years. Like this is how you build. This is how you show on your resume that you can commit to something by staying with there. But a lot of millennials nowadays, I feel like job hopping has become like a much more, what's the word I'm looking for? Much more accepted thing. So if a job doesn't serve you, you know, if you're with them for a year, two years and you're like, eh, I'm not really feeling this, then you should you know, feel confident enough to switch jobs and, you know, people should accept that and companies should accept that. So what's your take on that? Is it still kind of the outdated, like you should stay with the job no matter how much you hate it? Or is it like flip jobs as much as you want until you're happy type of thing? No, how I see it is you don't want to be unhappy. You don't want to go to a place that makes you feel unhappy. So if you end, I mean, you apply to a job and you think, oh, this place is going to make me happy, right? Right. But then if it doesn't fulfill your every need and desire, whatever that is. Or if they make it seem a certain way and it's not that way. Exactly. Move on. You know your worth. Do you boo? Go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care care about that. I I was going to say, so from an HR perspective, that doesn't look bad. Like when they're looking at a resume and you have like five different, you know, jobs in like six years. As long as they can say like, (laughs) I didn't like the culture or I didn't, you know, explain it a little bit. Right. Right. I, I, I don't look at that at all. It's to me, it's all about the experience that you can bring. Um, yeah. The experience that you can bring to this job position. What, what is it that you can do? What is it that you have that everyone does not that you can bring to the table? Right. Perfect. (laughs) Keeping that in mind because I'm job hunting right now. There you go. Oh my gosh. Well, we, okay. So we heard a little bit about you in the beauty world. So I kind of wanted to touch on that. Um, I know Kayla has said that you have eczema, correct? Just like her. I do. do. Perfect. So dive into that a little bit with me. Like what is, what is some advice? What are some challenges? How do you manage it for anybody else out there that might be dealing with it? Cause I've obviously I've been friends with Kayla for years and she's tried a million different things under the sun and it's, it's difficult for people like that. So I've actually had eczema since I was a baby. Like I cannot remember a time where I did not have eczema. And again, 36 years old, and this is the clearest my skin has been in my life, but that doesn't mean that there is no eczema anywhere because I have it literally all over my face right now. And I was showing Kayla yesterday and I was like, I have it in the most randomest locations on your body. Like you don't even know that what what the heck is that? It's like what? in the creases and stuff. Exactly. Like things you don't even know about, right? Like yeah, the crevices. I'm like that. What? Crevice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I my advice is 
really it's really hard because because I I'm still battling that. Um, right. I had really a really bad childhood because of eczema. I was picked on a lot. I was not only small, I was shy and I had horrible skin. So it's like all of it. <laughs> it's just Dang. bully central right there. Okay. Oh. So I had a really bad childhood because of eczema. My only thing is you, you grow into it. That sounds weird, but you learn to live with your eczema. You learn to accept it just like anything else about your imperfections. Right. That's it. It's a part um, of you, right? It's a part of you, exactly. And then it's horrible because now my children have it, and I'm like, it's never gonna leave me ever in lifetime. I mean, Kayla has it. She calls me all the time, like, hey, you know, this and that. We used to have long conversations about that too. Um, Kayla, you have any insight on this eczema? Um, I I was actually gonna ask a question because you said it's the best it's ever been, but you still live in like the same house than you did like, a, you know, for the past few years. And mm, the only thing I can think of is like, did like you shifting to that work from home, like maybe a different like stress, stress maybe? levels? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that had to do with it? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm literally moving around thinking about this guy. You can't see, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think so. Actually, now that you mention it, when my stress heightens, I think my skin gets worse. Mm-hmm. And that is so interesting. Anyway, yeah, that's what I think of. <laughs> that's I, nice. Noticed, you just put something in her head. I mean, that's that's what I've noticed too. Is like the weather sucks here, and um, it's like I mean, <laughs> Minnesota's weather is exactly like Florida's. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> except but, without the negative ten degrees. Okay. Yeah. So we, it gets really like humid, and I can tell like my skin flares up with with weather changes and stuff but like overall it hasn't been as bad as it ever was like Stephanie had saw it at its worst like when we lived in college um together it was terrible but we lived in like maybe not the newest housing which maybe didn't have the best air circulation and we were like getting drunk all the time I'm sure that had something to do with it I probably never hydrated I think there was more to it than just being in Florida. Yeah, yeah, more to it. But but that goes along with it. I'm like learning to recognize like my cycles, but it's like not just like my eczema cycles because there's a cycle to like the skin itch situation, healing, whatever. But like when I'm starting to get stressed, then I like start to like not hydrate or I start to not like clean and then it piles up and like then my eczema gets worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like how I, I think of it all the time. So I was curious. Yeah. I actually grew up in Alaska guys. I grew up in Alaska and, um, with that weather, I mean, negative, you said negative 10, it's negative 10, like nine months of the year. So <laughs> yeah. So anyway, my skin would be horrible, like so, so bad, but just like Kayla said, you just learn, you just learn like, oh, it's the weather is changing. You can feel it shift because your skin shifts and you're like a chameleon. Yeah. So it's the cold that triggers it too. Cause for Kayla in Florida, it was the heat. So is it both? It was like the, hum- I think it's the humidity for me, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it has to do more with, I, I'm, 
I don't know. I'm doing my I own experimentation. Yeah, because I think yeah, it's, like maybe in the middle is when it's I good. I think it's, but it's actually like, the pressure systems in the weather, but don't, this is not scientific, guys. Meteorologist Kayla, come I've been, at you. I've been, I've been trying to like hone in on my own things for a long time. And I noticed like the, Parker's like all about, he has to study weather for like aviation. And like, I'm like, I know right before it rains, my skin will flare up. And then he's like, oh, this is a low pressure system. Uh, he doesn't talk like that. I'm sorry. sorry Parker. Um, but, but he does say that. And I'm like, okay, well, I thought it had to do with the pressure, like the air pressure of some sort. So now I don't know. I'm, I'm just each day, just, just thinking maybe what could it be? That's yeah. like not food, not like, cause I could eat whatever I want and feel fine because I'm living my best life. Or I could eat salads every day and be in my worst life, you know, like I never attributed much food, like maybe a couple things here and there. I don't know. It's a work in progress. I actually lived in Florida for two years. It was terrible, right? And it was terrible. Yeah, my skin was terrible. And then I went back to Alaska and it still remained terrible. (laughs) It's not 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 the weathers. No, I don't know what it is, but California has graced my skin with green. (laughs) Yes. Which is why Kayla is stoked to be there soon enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, you think I'm just moving there because Hollywood told me to? No, 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 no. I lived in New York for two years. I know exactly where I need to be. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> and so having and dealing with eczema for so long, is that kind of what like propelled you in your, you know, your beauty career and, and your enthusiasm with that? And yeah, branching absolutely. Out? Because my skin. Okay. So story time, the time my skin was the worst, it always affects my face. Okay. Mm-hmm. And obviously when you face people, it's your face <laughs> and multiple you people can't hide it. Right. You can't hide. You can't hide. You can hide your arms. You can wear a long sleeve, but you, yeah, you when can't hide can, your face. Yeah. You can't hide your face. And literally I will, I was working and people would literally come up to me and be like, I can give you something for that. Ugh. I can, Ugh. you know, and I could, you I know, hate that. did you try this? Did you try putting lotion? Did you try <laughs> coconut oil? That's like the biggest joke. <laughs> that that's the lotion. <laughs> there's a meme like that. coconut oil fixes everything. Yeah, like yeah. you're depressed, coconut oil. Yeah. Right. Did you try shea butter? Like, excuse you. Like, I've tried yeah. everything under the sun, okay? <laughs> so Including had, the sun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I lost my train of thought, but <laughs> we're related. We're yes. <laughs> oh my god! I do that every so episode. I had it the worst on my face, and okay, people would tell me, "Do I? I want to use this stuff," and so it makes you really self-conscious, mm-hmm. right? When people are like, "Did you try this? Did you? What is it? You know, things like that." Of like, course, like people are talking about your imperfections because they're they're not looking at you at that point they're looking at your skin it's like look in my eyes let's let's get past this so when I saw the beauty business I was like I love skincare because I have horrible skin and so I wanted to share my skin journey and how it's been horrible and all of a sudden I try natural products and they work fantastic (laughs) and clear on my face I mean, not cleared, like it's never going to come back, but it's cleared it to the point where people are not coming up to me asking me to put on shea butter or whatever. <laughs> right. 
I and when you say just, natural, what type of products are we talking? Um, European standard products, actually, because Ooh. there's not there's a lot less chemicals in EU standard products than U.S. products. I don't know if y'all know that, but there you go. I believe it. I definitely yeah. believe it. Stephanie is uh, she's actually a British citizen. <gasps> That's Wait, so cool. Would, would you call it British citizen or would you call it British English? citizen? Not British. English. Okay. UK. Okay. Not okay, I, I knew what I was saying, but I didn't know if I was saying it right. right um, yeah. But has anybody ever brought up the term skin fluencer? Because I feel like I just made something up. I feel like we're on to something. I like that. Is that a thing now? No, but it's a thing now. No. <laughs> Patent it real quick before yeah, this episode. Write it down. Us. Let's trademark it. Under our we heard it here first, folks. No. <laughs> I, I just, you were saying that and, and you were like, I want to share like my journey and like everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. Influencing. And then I was like, skin fluencing yeah <laughs> I like that okay guys because it's not only it's not only eczema right it's not only eczema. there's like dermatitis you have psoriasis there's acne even you know what I mean yeah it's, everything. it's like sensitive right I was gonna ask too or make a point of when you were talking about um like people recommending products to you and it made you self-conscious it's almost like they're questioning your ability to take care of yourself like this is like my point of view but like it's not even like yes I've tried everything it's like you are doubting like you're calling me dirty or something or you're like I don't take care of myself and it's so the opposite of that like we've tried literally more products than you will ever use in your entire life if you have normal skin Mm -hmm. you know or and same with like like now we had an esthetician on the show and oh my god life-changing esthetician mm-hmm. work like dude they do so much I need to oh book with you Rachel yeah seriously <laughs> she's popping off right now you good luck um but but seriously it's like she we she had different skin um issues or insecurities growing up with rosacea and that's how she got into her business and and it's just like honestly, like once you get past that, like people, obviously they'll never stop recommending products to you and stuff like that. Um, but you accept, like you said, you accept your skin for what it is. And you also just like, I don't know, you like glow up like your attitude, you know, it doesn't bother you when people say stuff to you. Um, so yeah, I guess that's where tough skin comes from. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it is. I guess it is. But bad bitches, that's what we are. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Bad bitches with tough skin. (laughs) No, but literally it is like so thick from the layers of the eczema. No, I'm kidding. No, no joke. (laughs) It's it's really not a joke. I can tell you guys, I mean, y'all from Florida, so I'm going to use a gator, right? I literally had feel like gator skin on top of my skin. And people call it elephant skin. Oh my gosh. We've we've heard all the names. We've heard all of them. But my body was absolutely covered, like covered from head to toe to where the doctors told my mom, don't give her meat, just make her go vegetarian. And is that supposed to help? Like, does that help a lot of eczema? It didn't help me. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure, I'm sure it's not like a one size fits all, like maybe changing a diet would help somebody. Right. But like, I feel like there's like common things that 
I feel like Probably. every doctor is going to tell you to lay off the meat, lay yeah. off the dairy, lay off the sugar, all the yeah. BS shit. Yeah. I mean, it's not BS, well, but it's also not a cure-all. Yeah. Right. And like I said, everybody's different. So maybe yeah. cutting out dairy would help one person, but it might not help you, you know? So. And also, if you tell me to, to cut out sugar, you can shove more. No, <laughs> you can shove it. You can shove some rocks. <laughs> um wait actually for a second i need to talk for a second about it's totally not sponsored but i just flash this in the camera like it is um i'm gonna talk about it anyway but like this tapa chico okay like my parents are obsessed with tapa chico like the drink i mean the um like not non-alcoholic one the regular one um and then now that they have this seltzer, I get confused because on my way out to work, I always grab like a LaCroix or something to sip on. Yes, and LaCroix gang. <laughs> the energy drinks I have are also like a tall can. So when I see this in the fridge, I get confused. My brain is like, oh, you love Tapa Chico. Your family loves Tapa Chico and you love seltzer water. Grab one on the way out, hydrate. And then I'm like, no, I can't <laughs> grab this one on the way out. Like, <laughs> but can you? So, <laughs> no, no way. Um, I, I want to, and then I'm like, no, no, no. It it has a really nice can, but it is alcoholic. You cannot take that on the road. So it is messing with my mind right now. Maybe anyway. you should separate your seltzers and your alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> Just let's just have it on two separate shelves in the fridge at least exactly. so that way you're not i have a beer fridge but tempted. for some reason we put the sodas in there as well so <laughs> um, you're right though you're totally right and Who that would be a beer fridge? No, <laughs> raise your hand everyone <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep with this theme if you have a beer pr- a beer fridge, oh my gosh, I've been talking to my aunt too long. You heard that, right? Oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, I get like a random. I sometimes I get a random Filipino accent. I don't know why. Like my F's <laughs> turn to P's, and my V's turn to B's, and I'm like, where's this coming from? Like not I'm not. <laughs> I know one Filipino person up here, like, and I talk to her once a week, if that. But anyway, um. <laughs> I'm getting way off track here. <laughs> um, so if you have a beer fridge. That's what you were saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, if you have a... Okay, it's, the joke's over. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> it's done. We're uh, past. If you have we're a, past the, the beer fridge. If you, if you have a beer fridge, though, um, like and subscribe. Are we having fun? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so the, that was the joke. I still told it. Okay, um, but anyway... So going forward, what are, so you already have like your business, right? You already have also your nine to five job, but like, what are your plans as far as like moving forward in terms of like your business and your work-life balance? Um, like, what do you got going on? I want to initially, <laughs> I just want to quit an eight to five. I don't want to, like I said, you know, I don't think it is. <laughs> Raise your hand again, guys, guys. <laughs> like and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't want to work. We don't want to work for other people. I don't want to, right? So I I am at home. I am happy. Let me just make that clear, okay? But I just don't want 
to answer to anyone else except my husband. Let's make it it clear. She wants to stay home so she can cook and take care of the kids, but also own her own business. Okay. So let's not get it twisted here. Yeah, she wants I don't want to, to be, be a still, still bad bitch energy. Just it is. Terms. It's the yeah. baddest bitch on energy. your own terms. Exactly. Yes. I I want to be a housewife. I want to be a business owner. I want to be a mom. I want to be all of it under the sun because that is just bad, amen. Bad bitch amen. Which, which for the people that wrote that post, that doesn't mean we don't want to work. That yes. means we want to work harder. Yes, for ourselves. What that means. For, literally, ourselves. For, for 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 work that we find fulfilling. Put the money I'm, in our own pocket. Exactly. Honestly, I think it runs in the family I had this conversation with a cousin and I know like my sister's been feeling the same and we had like other cousins that have like gone into film production which you own your own business and my mom started her own business and I'm just like what is it with us we cannot answer to other people we just got to make our own what like we can't it's like a a sickness in itself no I'm kidding (laughs) It's that stubborn energy in us that we're like, we can do this better. If we yeah. <laughs> we and then they're like, they're like oh, if you can do it better, then why don't you go and do it? And we're like, okay, bye. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. But also as like minorities and like immigrants, I feel like there's a big push to also want to do that too, because I don't know. I feel like, because my parents are immigrants too. I feel like there's a big, Americans just, kind of want to like fill into the mold right like oh you go to school you go to college you get a nine to five and you die like that's mm-hmm. literally the mold that they kind of put or uh, immigrants that come here they're like I don't want to be like that I want to have my own thing I want to have the American dream but I want to do it on my own terms that, I don't have to follow point. like your mold it's yeah. almost like I mean you know if we like look at American dream in the traditional sense it's really like going out there and and making a name for yourself or for a legacy for your family or or whatever you know that's really it's the kind dream. of gotten lost I feel and, like and in I, recent I like decades. that you said that because it's like you know our families came over here for a better life and that doesn't necessarily mean like working I I can't think of a better term and I'm sorry I'm using this but like slave labor or like indentured servantry where we're getting paid barely anything you know our families came here to almost like instill that work harder yeah like I mean instill that entrepreneurial mindset people talk talk bad about immigrants like oh you just want to come over here and like take our jobs and and not work and live off the system but it's those immigrants that are the hardest workers because they're they're picking up their whole life coming here and wanting to be even better than what you could have been before like that it's like they come here to work yeah it's like how many people I mean we don't know them personally but like in in her area of California people are from other countries buying houses left and right because they know they're gonna make so much money off of them and it's like people who own gas stations strip malls um like those like I always look into like vending machine businesses and now I'm looking into car those washing. are taking like, off right now I know one of I'm my looking, friends wants to do that I want to do that yes let's go I'm looking into like <laughs> I'm looking into those odd jobs that like people that don't ha- have too much pride or ego to like start the business it's not like you're the one running the like the right. actual like stations you're the person managing all of them mm-hmm. and it's like 
that's the that's the mindset we have it's not it's not like we're trying to be entitled and oh we don't we deserve more and we don't make enough money like you know it's yeah, really no, not it's like nothing that. like that I, I do want to say this I am I am Filipino okay I'm the first well, not the first I'm a Filipino American and I am first born generation in the United States mm-hmm. so which means my mom was born in the Philippines and we still have a buttload of family out there. I actually had had two baby sisters out there. My mom lives out there. Her partner lives out there. And I want to be making enough to where I can support my family because Philippines is such a poor country. They literally get paid like $300 maybe a month. And that's if you're lucky 300 a month guys. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard times out there. It's really, really hard times. It's tough times. My mom's getting older. I don't want her to be working um, the jobs that she's been working. She works in a labor intensive job. My mom is pushing 60 <laughs> and she's yeah. still doing that job. You know what I mean? And again, she's an immigrant. She's busted her ass every day working two to three, three jobs for me, for me and my siblings. And granted there were six of us, but <laughs> she was busting her ass working three jobs. Like yeah. I remember, and I remember her not being home because she was busting her ass working so that she could support my, not just her children, but also the family that she has in the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, that's right. the same with my mom and your exactly. husband, you know, right. it's like they came from the Philippines. So like I and your kids are the firstborn. And I just happened to, my mom just wanted to like integrate with, you know, the culture here. Um, And you don't like choose who you love. It's not like she was like, oh, I have to marry the white man or something. (laughs) You know, I don't want to make it like that. But, 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 it you know, (laughs) but (laughs) I I don't want to make this like a John Smith. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. That's not, that's just off. Kayla's halfway into a drink and this is what comes out. (laughs) No, but, but really, but really she is the person who came here and I and my siblings are the firstborn so it's different for us as well um which is something we don't like openly think about but it's a good point to bring up Stephanie is from South Africa that's where she was born so like technically that's she's in your shoes too they bust their ass day in and day out just to make the money to feed their families every day so that's what we're taught right we're taught climb the damn ladder, you know, work hard, suck up, kiss ass to whoever you need to, to make more money. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to kiss ass. I don't want to fucking climb the ladder. I want to build my own goddamn ladder. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's like, literally, that. that's what they're doing out there. You know, they're like, it's up to me to support my family. And there's and no choice. Like you just have yeah. to do it. Like here, I, so many people like, do you, do you want to take a month off work? Uh, you know, I can just chill for a little bit. No, like you have to work. Like there's you would like, be, yeah, you'd be crazy to take a month off work here, or you would be crazy to even like it, people sound crazy when they want to start their own thing. It's like, yeah. Oh, you're not going to make yeah, it. Yeah. You're not going to make it. The first year is the hardest year. <laughs> And right. then you're yeah. entitled. And it's like, I'm not fucking entitled. I didn't grow up with a freaking silver spoon in my mouth. I didn't. Right. You know what I, mean? I just right. because I want to better myself and better my future that I want to control. I don't want it to be controlled by the big man and freaking billionaire 
freaking corporate, you know? It I don't doesn't even that. know you. Like, it doesn't give a rat's you. ass about you. They don't even know your name. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Same page. Raise your hand. I don't oh, know wait, what the question is. Just everybody raise your hand. Like and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited, you guys. <laughs> oh, is, my God. Wow. I, I wasn't even expecting like this conversation to go this direction, but like where we started with this post that I saw on Instagram, it really, who was it targeted towards? Cause you can't just target it towards the entire generation. Now there's just like these nuances that we went into that like changes really like everybody's who, like who, who are the millennials that you're calling entitled? Like, who are you looking at? Are you just looking at Joe Schmo from, you know, who has a trust fund? Or are you looking at like the average middle-class person? Like, who are you even targeting? Right. Yeah. An entire generation. It Let's blame all of us that have been working for 15 to 20 years. That's the people that don't want to work for free. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, duh. I've been working since I was 16 too. Like what? It, yeah. It has so nothing to do with not wanting to work or not wanting, like, I want to get paid, bitch. I've been... <laughs> Yeah, but we don't want to get paid like nothing to do everything. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we always love to lately, always, why did I say always? Lately, we'd like to end the episode with our guests by asking for one food recommendation in your area, going out to eat, and also a thing you like to do for fun. Because we got to make adulting fun here. And we're all about the food. Okay. So I'm not going to name a place, but I live in California. And if you don't eat tacos when you come here, who are you even? We can't be friends. Okay. Okay. But you got to name a place. And like a specific taco. Like, what is it about this taco? That's like, is it like, because you know how they make like chicken adobo taco? Like they make like crazy tacos. I I know what she's talking about. Okay. So in her area. I would say you either get like really traditional Mexican tacos, like really traditional, like hole in the wall, or you get like a chain. And I, I personally like both, but it's not like going to Agave Azul or like the kind of places we have in Orlando that are kind of bougie. Like you got to go 45 minutes out to get that kind of Mexican food, which my family makes fun of me because I like to eat that kind of food, but because <laughs> you're bougie. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but I would say you like more of the hole in the wall places, and usually they're just called like taco, or they're just <laughs> called. I'm not joking. Your tacos here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. Like With it's a sign. Like, there's a exactly. there's a place right down the road from her house, and it's called uh, taco or <laughs> something. Yeah, it is. It just yeah. It, you know, a place is going to be so good when, when it just has that, when like, it just has in a red sign. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Cause I would rather honestly go to the little food truck establishments rather mm-hmm. than, like you said, like those bougie, bougie restaurants. Like I would rather go to them because it's so good. It's so, so good. And you're supporting a small business. Right. <laughs> And I guess that enough. Hello. Yes. Again, with the small business and making something for your family and selling what you're good at too. You know, if you got a specialty. Okay. And Kayla, that doesn't mean your body. Okay. (laughs) 
that's my specialty. Eddie. <laughs> We're almost at the nine o'clock one. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, just saying that if food is your specialty, maybe you should offer it. And I know uh, we have a guest here that's really good at cooking. So just saying. <laughs> I love to cook. I love to cook. Just it's like- saying. Um, and what's something you do for fun? Me for fun? Yes. Moms have fun. I'm just <laughs> Fun? No. Um, honestly, for fun right now, I can't do much. So I like to go to the beach. Yes. The beach yes. is fun. So when Happy we place. go to the beach, we always make it like a family event. When we go to the beach, it's not just like a we're going to take a dip in the, the ocean. No, we're going to take the whole family. We're going to make yes. We're going to make do like a whole spread and we go to the beach. We have a lot of fun. We stay there literally all day. And that's what I like to do because family is everything. And it's those memories and experiences that they're going to remember. They're not going to remember you buying them a Game Boy. Okay. Game Boy, I just dated my age, guys. <laughs> okay, wait. I remember that, was when, so, that was a good time period, though. I remember when my mom Close got me my, my Game Boy. Okay, so that's a... <laughs> yeah. But, but I took the Game Boy to the beach. I do remember that memory, so... Okay. <laughs> Maybe so, she wasn't happy about best that. Best of both worlds <laughs> is what you're saying. You can do both. Exactly. No, I, but, I agree, though. It's like a you know, a memory you can't take back, like maybe not like going to the beach one time, but going every couple of weeks or every month just to like mm-hmm. have a family outing is irreplaceable. It is. It's irreplaceable. Like I, I already started to plan the July beach day <laughs> with, with here. So yeah, yes. it's very exciting. And uh, I know you said, what was I drinking? Did you say drink? Um, no, but we didn't ask you yet. Um, what are you drinking today? Okay, so I'm actually on a cleanse, guys. I'm not drinking, but <gasps> I just did a cleanse. Okay, but I am drinking lemonade from Canes, <gasps> and it's the best. Like I buy jugs of the lemonades and me because ever since I've lived in Florida, I cannot get over sweet tea. <laughs> Raise your hand if. California should invest in more sweet tea. Like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Uh, (laughs) No, seriously. Yes. Now that you have canes, I, oh my gosh, you just changed my entire outlook on moving because that is the one thing when I lived in California, I was upset that the only place I could get sweet tea in the entire state, it seemed like, was Chick-fil-A. That was like the most Southern business. Um, yeah. Sweet tea is so Don't important even get her started. Do not get me started. Okay. Okay. Well, they, ha- they have unsweet tea all over there, right? But it's not yeah. sweet tea. But, but ew, like we don't I know. Put I know. Sugar packets in there. You know how to make a good sweet tea because you worked at Chick-fil-A. So I made that know. shit. I was whisking that shit in you the back. Know that it's different when you're taking There's the- so much sugar in that though. I don't think you understand. It's- okay, I, but- I used to but make different restaurants too. Yes. It was like two gallons of sugar. I was like, this is ridiculous. That's the like, only way to drink it. I'm sorry, but <laughs> only, way. only way. But also, if you can share that sweet tea recipe, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she makes it in right bulk, there, girl. Okay? Two gallons, two gallons of sugar. I'll let you know the rest. <laughs> it's like two gallons of sugar and four gallons of water or something like half. Yeah. I used to and make like it one for... tea bag. Like <laughs> <laughs> I used to um, make it for like restaurants, which is like slightly less tea than they would make at like Chick-fil-A and they would just get one of those beer pitchers. They're like, fill it up to here with sugar and it would be like 
a pound of sugar <laughs> and then you just mix it with the hot water basically so it's so good though it it's is so, so good. good dang now yeah. i really want sweet tea i might See? have to go get some after this. yes yes <laughs> like raise your hand <laughs> raise your hand everybody one last if you, time if you like, like and subscribe sweet tea, like and subscribe like- <laughs> And um, so thank you for coming on to the show. And we want to have, you know, your social media so that people can find you. you Or talk to you about any, if anybody out there has eczema, needs some help with skincare. Yeah, you have the best like beauty, skincare posts. Like you, I don't know. I never learned how to do makeup like you, first of all. And um but, but well I mean sometimes I want it okay so I just want <laughs> to look why like you a come here and I'll just do it for you oh, yes 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 I keep forgetting okay <laughs> so what is your Instagram and your website so my Instagram handle is jade toyama and my website is actually jadetoyama.com. So <laughs> there's that. And you'll find me also, I am, again, like they said, an older millennial. So you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> For those people. <laughs> Jade Love. Okay, so it's Jade, J-A-D-E. That's like your stage name, right? Yep, and like then Toyama, T-O-Y, Toy, A-M-A, Toyama. Okay, so... <laughs> I don't know if that was on. And then Jade Love, L-O-V. We'll put those in the show notes. And um, that way people can just click on it from our show notes and go follow her. I mean, she's going to teach you about some- She's a vibe. Yeah, she's going to teach anything, you about- follow her for the vibes. Follow her for the family. Follow her for the fun and follow her for the fake up, makeup. I was trying to make it- all... What is wrong with you? <laughs> I was trying to make it um alliteration, but it just <laughs> fell apart. Okay. Guys, follow me for the positive vibes. I will give you that all day. Okay. Yeah. You need a hype. You need a hype. Yes. Here I am. Come get me. Yes. <laughs> the hype is right here. there. And um, I have to ask, are you having fun on this podcast? Absolutely. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> raise your hand. <laughs> raise your hand. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> so we'll catch you next week on another episode of Are We Having Are We fun? Having Fun? For real though, um, go to our IMDb and help us out, guys, because we really um are excited to like bring you more projects. We want this to grow. Um, so we're trying to make sure we're being legitimate with the right people to get us in the right places. So go help our IMDB out. You can find it. um, I have to update our website, but you will find it there once I update it. And it is awhfmedia.com. We officially bought our domain. We officially set up a store. We're official. And the links will be in the show notes. So click on that too. Yes. And, and follow us on social media, AWHF media. Um, I have been posting on the TikTok. So we're, we're, you know, growing little by little, and we're going to bring more people on as well to the team that, you know, we just want this to keep growing. So thank you for listening. If you're even here right now. No, I'm kidding. And um, if you didn't hear from the last seven times, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, we really do appreciate you uh, following us on this journey though, because ugh, I mean, a lot's happened in the last six, seven months. So, you know, ideas are just booming right now and we're excited to 
share the next step with you guys. Take off. Yeah. So bye. (laughs) So abrupt. Bye. (laughs) Okay. But for real, bye. Thank you.